with uh, the safe Bnei Machshav Tova. So let's open up. The, I, everyone has, a, a, by this point, a book in English or in Hebrew, right? No? The, so there's a... You're not going to need it very much tonight. Also. So, but let's just... Let's start. We started already the techniques and theory that's in English on page 9 and in the Hebrew on page 11, right? And let's just read until for a couple of lines, which we read already, but let's review. HaPosuk Miyasir Yisrael V'Oymer The Pasuk chastises, gives musr to the Jewish people and says, the Pasuk in Hazinu, V'tishkach kel mechayloleka You have forgotten the God who gave birth to you. You have forgotten God. Zehu ikrasiba This is the main reason, the main thing that makes a person distance from Hashem. That what? That one forgets Hashem. That one forgets God. And in the tefillah of Rebbe Melech, who is Rebbe Melech from Lezhensk, right? It says in the tefillah, In the tefillah of Rebbe Melech, it says, Our thoughts should be pure, clear, and strong. Now, what I want to do tonight, before we go weiter, because this is... Um, this is certainly uh, uh, an important part of being able to understand, really understand what B'nai Machshavatov is talking about. So I want to talk a little bit about Rebbe Melch Lezhensk, because to understand the Piazetzner, one has to understand the, um, the uh, uh, environment, the, uh, the Geist that was going on, that, that, he, that he was brought up in. Because to understand B'nai Machshavatov, one has to understand what the, 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 the context was. So first of all, just to make sure, everyone, let's get a little brief historical things in perspective. Who is Rebbe Melech from Lezhensk? So the truth is that he really is responsible for bringing chassidus to all of Poland and Galicia. All, of Pol- all the Rebbe's from Poland and Galicia come from Rebbe Melech from Lezhensk. Rebbe Melech from is the third generation of chassidus. There's the Baal Shem Tov. The Baal Shem Tov had a couple of students, but the main successor was the Mezutra Magid. The other students of Baal Shem Tov don't have any dynasties that can come from them, except Vizhnitz. Vizhnitz does come from Kosa. So the first generation was the Baal Shem Tov. Now the Magid, the Mezritra Magid, had what was known as the Chevraya Kadisha, the Holy Chaverim, the Holy Chevra. Right? That actually is a, a phrase that's in the Zohar also, the Chevraya Kadisha. So the Magid, who was the second generation of Chassidus, had a Chevraya Kadisha, the ve- very well-known students, that when the Magid passed away, that's when Hasidah stopped being centralized. That's when it became decentralized, and all these, these Talmidim went to different places throughout Europe. So these Talmidim, of course, you all know the names. The, the most senior was Reb Nochem Chernobyl. Reb Nochem of Chernobyl, or Skver, comes from Chernobyl. Uh, Rachmas Drif comes from Chernobyl. So that was Reb Nochem Chernobyl. Then you had, of course, the, the youngest of the students was the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya, Chabad comes. You have Rebbe Yitzchak Berdichever, and you had Rebbe Nicholsberger, and you had, um, um, and among the, the Talmidim of the Magid, you had Rebbe Lamelech from Lezhensk and his brother, the Rebbe Abzusha. Now, Rebbe Lamelech from Lezhensk, I'm not going to even begin to try to talk about his level of holiness, but that's, it's beyond my uh, pay grade. To, to, but he was, all the Polish and, and, and uh, Galician Chassidim. Held was like Mamish, the Rebbe of Melech was the Rebbe. 
Just to give an example, that all the, almost all the Hasidic dynasties today could trace themselves back to the Rebbe Melech Lezhensk. Because besides Chabad and Skver, let's say, the, the Russian ones, all, almost the, who were the students of the Rebbe Melech from Lezhensk? He had students, he had students like uh, Naftali Rapshitzer and uh, the Bnei Soscher, and the Choyzeh from Lublin was probably one of the most important students of the Rebbe Lamelech, the Choyzeh from Lublin. Now from the Choyzeh from Lublin came out Peshischa, which from that came Kotzke and Ger. So all of them, and Alexander, all, all of them could trace themselves back to the Rebbe Lamelech from Lezhensk. He was the one that really, really was, it's hard to overemphasize how pivotal a figure he was in the transmission of Hasidus. And so the atmosphere that, that the Bnei that the, Machshav has written, the, the reason that he, he starts with a quote from the Rebbe of Melech, because to understand the Bnei Machshav one has to really appreciate what's the type of avoid that he's aiming for. Now, of course, Rebbe Lamech from Lezhensk was, was way beyond something that we could aim for, uh, on our, but on our, our own level, to understand what it is, what's the, what is he talking about. So I wanted to learn with you the tefillah inside. Um, I have here both copies in English and Hebrew, so um, I'll give out, and every person you could take in Hebrew or in English. I want to learn through the tefillah of the Rebbe of Melech because it shows what we're supposed to be striving for. I mean, it's, it's, you'll see that it's very, um, it's very deep, and it's very, very uh, uh, challenging. But this way we'll have a, a perception of what it is we need to be striving for. Anyone want it in English? Anyone else? Okay, so this is officially, it's called the tefillah before tefillah. One is supposed to daven this before davening. So that's, uh, in other words, it's, it's a hagdama to davening. So the Rebbe Melech wrote this as something to say before you even start davening. And it's, it's actually, it's funny because it's a long tefillah. You know, so it's the davening, but it's the pregame. Right? That's what they call the pregame, right? But it's the davening before davening. And again, he's, you will see he's talking about very deep, high levels, holy things, but this will put into perspective, you know, um, what, what the, what the B'nai Machshavatov is aiming for. So let's see. Yeratzen mufanech Hashem alikeinu v'lekeaviseinu. May be your will Hashem. Shemea kol Shabbos asiris, the one that hears the scream of the of all prayer, umaz in the kol tefilas amisobrachem that listens to the voice of the Jewish people's prayer with mercy. So may it be your will, Hashem, shetochin libenu that you prepare our heart, utechoinen machshavaisenu and establish our machshavais. So you see, already in the beginning, he's already talking about the need of machshava, right? This. This is going to be very, very instrumental to understand the name Machshava Tova. He's saying, Make our Machshavas established. And make it be um, um, huh? fluent. fluent in our mouth. And let your ear hear the voice of the, of the prayer of your, your servants. That scream out to you, Hashem, with a screaming voice and with a broken heart. And you, merciful God, with your great mercy and your great kindness and love, 
Timchol v'tisach l'sachaper lano, forgive, to completely forgive all lano to us, l'chol amcha beis Yisrael, kol mashachatonu v'avinu v'rishonu p'shanu l'fanecha, forgive everything, all the sins that we did. Now, Adkan is a lot, most of what these, the wording is very general, very generic, and can be found in a lot of other places in the city. But here's where it starts getting uh, more uh, Hasidic. You say to Hashem that it's known to you, Hashem. It wasn't as a rebellion. It wasn't in a... In a, in a it's to try to be disrespectful. Chalilo, chalilo. It wasn't that we were trying to be rebellious. That that we sinned. Please forgive our sins. Because that that we sinned, we weren't trying to rebel. That that we went against your Torah and your mitzvahs. It wasn't because, it wasn't that we were rebelling. It wasn't a me'ila. It wasn't a, 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 out of disrespect. You know, in halacha, there's a difference between what's called mumer lahachis and Mumer L'Tayavam. I don't know. It's very relevant in Hilcha Shabbos. Actually, today, not so much, because today we let everyone be part of the minion. But it used to be, oh, it used to be that, that, that uh, you know, in the, in the old days, they didn't let somebody that was a Mumer not part of a minion. If you were a heretic, if you were... They, 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 would, they checked up on your um, credentials before they counted you in a minion back then. So one of the things that, that disqualified a person, of course, is Mechal Shabbos, and one of them is what's called a mummer. A mummer is somebody that doesn't keep one of the mitzvahs, doesn't believe in one of the mitzvahs. Mummer could have a lot of different meanings, but one of the things Chazal differentiate is what's called mummer lahachis and mummer l'teyovam. Mummer lahachis, do, do you need the other page? Mummer lahachis means that I'm, I'm doing the sin in a rebellious way. Lahachis. Lachis means to make Hashem angry. I dafka want to rebel. Right? Like it says about Nimrod that he knows his creator and, and had a kavanah to rebel against. That's <coughs> Mumala Hachis. You know, you had you had the um the, the, you know in the in the early days of the of the, the really anti religious Zionists in the in the old days, so they would dafka do things lahachis, you know, dafka to dafka do it. But then there's Mumala Teyovin. Mumala Teyovin is that I don't keep a certain sin. I, I sin, I don't keep a certain mitzvah because of a Teyovin. Teyovin is an appetite, meaning Yetzirah. It's not that I'm rebelling, it's the Yetzirah. And that's what the Rebbe Melech is saying. That's what all our sins are. It's not that we're rebelling, Chas V'Shalom. Ki meroiv ha-Yetzir ha-Boyer b'kirbenu tomid. It's from the great Yetzir, the terrible Yetzirah that's burning inside of us always. It doesn't, it's not silent, it's never calm. The Yetzar is always boiling inside us, it doesn't give us any calm. Until the Yetzar brings us to these taivas, to these forbidden desires of this lowly world, and it's uh, it's vanities, it's vainness, it's non-meaning. Right, now, I'm sure I don't need to tell anyone over here where the word Hevel comes from. It's uh, from Kohelas, right? The beginning, the first Pasuk of Kohelas. That Shleim HaMelech, the greatest of, the smartest of all men, and who had such wealth and all the desires of this world, testified in the book of Kohelas that everything is Hevel HaVolim, that everything is vanity of vanities, that nothing in this world has a real meaning. 
um, which of course is a very anti-Hasidic <laughs> thing. Which, but but that's the pasha. So so Rebbe Melech is, is saying that not to not to go to the tivus of this world, and the and the tzavalim and the vanities of this world, because of course without Torah mitzvahs the world is is vain. Again, you see the word machshava. Keep in mind how many times he mentions machshava. And it always is confusing our thoughts. And even when we stand up to daven, which is interesting, because some people would say the opposite. And when you stand up to daven is when you have the most, the most other thoughts, right? That's, you know, I, I heard somebody once said, and in almost a joking way, why are Jews very successful at business and good lawyers? Because they daven three times a day, so they have plenty of time to think. <laughs> Which is a sad, a sad joke, right? But but the vart is that the the most of many people would say when you get up to daven, that's when you first have a problem with your machshavas. But the Rebbe Lamelech is saying he's saying even even when we get up to daven, even when we get up to daven, when we get up to, to daven before you, to ask for our souls, to ask mercy for our souls, who meval belas machshaviseinu. Tomid betachbuleisav. He's always confusing our thoughts with his with his tricks, with his uh, um, schemes. The einanu yochelam lamed negdo, and we can't stand up against him. The eitzahara. It's mamash like you're you're like pouring out your Hashem and you're you're crying about the eitzahara Hashem. You know, Rav Nachman of Breslov was spoke a lot about that, about crying to Hashem about the eitzahara. But Rav Nachman was very into his boydedus, right? To talk to God in your own language. That was Rav Nachman's uh, um, Indian. So the Rebbe Melech, but he's saying here, in his tefillah that you're saying to Hashem is the same Nakuda that, that you're davening, that the Eitzah, davening to get saved from the Eitzahara. That's a, a um, that's brought in all the Svarim. It's also in Tanya, in, in Perak Chavches. The Indian to daven to be saved from the Eitzahara. That's, you know, there's a, a very, um, a very important Hasidic Vart. So you know that um, it says in in Parshas Kitetze, it says that uh, when a, a naira, the naira nitpasa, uh, when a, a, a young woman, a, not woman, a naira is a young girl, whatever, when a naira, when a woman gets raped. So what's the halacha? What does the Torah say? So the way the Torah says it, it depends if it was in the city or the field. Right? It depends if it was in the city or the field. Why? Because if it was in the city, then she could have screamed. She could have yelled. She could have yelled for help. And that that she didn't, is, is there, it's considered as if like somehow you know, she was party to it. But if she was in the field, then don't do anything. And again, it doesn't just mean field or city. It means did she try to struggle, right? It doesn't did she try to struggle? If she tried to struggle, so then don't do anything to her. It's like a person is murdered. The Torah actually says that, that the rape is as bad as being murdered. Right? It's like a person, the Torah says, like a person. So you don't do anything to her. So, but what's the deciding factor? What's the words the Torah actually says? If she screams, she screams. So the Hasidish Asfarim say that we are all like that Naira. We're all like that young maiden that's being raped by the Eitzahara. By the forces, the, the the forces of iniquity inside of us, it's, they're attacking us all the time. So, what makes that that we become potter, that lanayr le'sasa dover, that it's against our our will when we scream out? 
if we scream out, that shows that we don't want it. And so that's, that's why it's in this tefillah to ask, to ask Hashem, that say to Hashem, to help us Hashem. The Yitzhar is being mavavu machshavaseinu with his schemes, is, is, being, is confusing our thoughts. We can't stand up against him, against the Yitzhahara. Because our minds are, have become, our brains, our minds have become very weak. Could you imagine? Rabbi Lamech Mlazhensk is saying that his mind, that the minds have become weak. Where does that leave us? And the, the ability to be able to, to, to endure is very difficult. Is that we've, we've lost the ability. We, we can't endure it anymore. The terrible tsaris, the, the, the bad stuff that's happening, the, the difficulties, and all the things that we're busy with over the course of a day. Therefore, you God, merciful God, do for us what you promised us through the faithful one of your house, meaning Moshe Rabbeinu. That what? What did you promise through Moshe Rabbeinu? Right? That we say a lot of times in Yom Kippur, that Hashem says, I will be gracious to the one to whom I'll be gracious, and I will have mercy to whoever I'll have mercy. What does Chazal say? What does that mean? Right? That, that Hashem should have mercy even to a person that's not worthy. That's not worthy to be able to receive Hashem's mercy even so. This is your way, Hashem, to do good to even those, the, the, those that do good and those that do bad. You know our screaming, you know our tsar. You know how much it hurts us that we can't bring ourselves close to your Avaida. You know how much we're in pain that we wish we'd be able to serve you better. You know the story they say from that someone came into the Yiddish Kaddish, a Peshischa, and said, Rebbe, what should I do? Rebbe, what should I do that I don't, that I don't serve Hashem the way I'm supposed to? So the Yiddish Kaddish said to him, Do you want to serve Hashem? the way you're supposed to? Do you, do you want to serve Hashem the way you're supposed to? And he said, Rebbe, I'll be honest, no. I don't even want to serve Hashem. I don't even want to be an Oivet Hashem in a real deep way. I don't even want it. So the Yidakar said to him, but do you want to want it? <laughs> and he thought and he said, no. And then, then he, it got to ten times. Do you want to want to want it? And he said, yes. And he fainted. Mm-hmm. But that's the, the Yidakar said, as long as till ten times you want to want to want it is also good. Right, because he says that, that we want to we want to get close to Hashem, and if we don't want it, we want to want it. Right. So he's saying, Rabbi Melech, that you know how much tsar we have, that we can't get close to you. We can't. We have tsar that we can't feel close to Hashem. And this, you see, by the way, this is very parallel to Bnei Machshavatova. He's talking about having tsar, having pain from not being close to Hashem. That it should bother you. You know, when you feel frustrated that you don't feel God, that's a good thing. It should bother you. It's supposed to bother us, right? That's, he says, we, we, it has, we have such pain that we can't get close to your Avedu. And to cleave our hearts to you with truth and with wholeness. What does it mean, that our hearts should be cleaved to you, Hashem? That our, all our focus, our emotions should be towards you. 
Ahal nafsheinu. Mamash, this is very, you could see, Mamash sounds like what we learned from the Bnei Machshav Toiva. Ahal nafsheinu. Oy aleinu ma'oy davinu shabashamayim. Right? Oy, such oy on us, our Father in Heaven. Such oy, aha on our souls. Could you imagine they, people would say this every day? This is before davening, right? And now you arouse now your mercy and your compassion to chase away the eight sorrow from in, inside of us. Chastise him that, that the eight sorrow should go out of us. We shouldn't let the Eight Sahara take us away from serving you, Khalila. Again, Machshav, he's back to Machshav. Right? This, and, and, and shouldn't enter our thoughts, even one bad thought. Whether when awake or when sleeping, that we shouldn't have any bad thoughts. And befrat and especially, when we're standing up to, especially when we stand up to pray Hashem. Or if we're learning a Torah, when you're doing your mitzvahs. And here come the words that the B'nai Machshavatov is quoting. These are the words, right? Especially when we're davening, when we're learning, when we're doing a mitzvah, tehei machshavteinu zaka tzlula ubrura vechazaka. Our machshavah should be pure, should be firm, should be strong. Be'emes u'belev shalom with a true heart. Kirtzoincha toivimanu, like you want, like your good will that you want for us. Right, so you see that this is, this is the, the, you know, it's very different than... Um, I can't help but comparing it to the way the Chabad Chassidus. Chabad Chassidus starts the other way. Chabad Chassidus first tells you about things about Hashem and different ideas to meditate on different aspects of God. And then by meditating on that, thereby to arouse emotions. The, the, the Poilusha Chassidim goes straight for the Kishkas. They go straight for the emotions. Right, right away he's talking about having Tsar, having Tsar about not feeling you Hashem and the Eitzahara. It's like Mama's just talking about the struggle. You're talking to Hashem, pouring out to Hashem about how much, that, how the struggle, how hard it is. Arouse our hearts, to unify you, that we should be able to serve you in the in the straight service. That should be um, accepted before your throne of glory. Well, think of that. Think. Well, listen to these words. The tikba, you know what tikba means? A fix. firmly. Firmly, you know, where, where do we say in a bracha the likboya? By a mezuzah, right? When you may put the mezuzah on the wall, you make a bracha, likboya mezuzah. So it means to affix firmly. So he's saying, the tikba munascha belibenu tomer bli hefsek. That your amuna should be in our hearts always without bli hefsek. Without stopping. And this is what B'nai Machshavatov is. You understand that, that the B'nai Machshavatov is the community for this type of Aveda of the Rebbe Lamech from the Zhensk. It's, it's bringing it more Lamaisa. But this is the goal. That what? The Tikba Belibenu, that in our hearts should be affixed your Amuna, Tomid Bli Hefsek, without a stop. 
and he and he and he say he repeats himself. And our your amuna, meaning amuna in you, Hashem, should be tied down in our hearts, kiated shaloti mot, like a peg that never that never wavers. Take away all the partitions, all the things that separate between us and between you, Hashem. And save us from all uh, stumble, from all mistakes. Don't leave us. Don't don't let us be embarrassed. Be with our mouths when we speak. With our hands when we when we serve you. With our hearts when we think of you. And 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 um, uh, uh, huh? Uh, I don't know over here if it means like to kind of like to purifier to merit. Yeah. Give us merit. Let, let us merit. Let us merit. Our Father in heaven. And look, at, it's the same idea, but he's saying in other words. Everyone get that? Help us, our Father in heaven. That we should be able to not unify. Neachid. Um, it means here. He means to say uh, to put in, um, uh, in like in a straight way towards something. What's the word? Neachid. Huh? Align. Aligning. Yes. Neachid. Neachid. That we should align our hearts. Levavenu umachshavesenu our machshavas vidibarenu our our words umasenu and our actions. And all our movements, and all our feelings. Imagine that all our movements, and, he, and he's going to say, <clears throat> oh, well, let, let's finish. Those that we pay attention to and those that we don't pay attention to. The hidden and the revealed. That they should be aligned, that they should all be singularly just for you, Hashem. In truth and in wholeness. You know, when he says that all your thoughts, should, that all one's, one's movements should be for Kodesh Baruch Hu, so, you know, there's, there's a... That's obviously an extremely high level. That's you know to be a merkava to be in such a way that one that one doesn't move unless it's Hashem's will, right? That, but but the Rebbe Lamelch is saying that we have to. That's what we have to strive for. That whatever we do, whatever we move, is what Hashem wants. But to somehow you know that's. Um, I mean, this is an extremely high. Extremely standard. high standard. This is a tzad. A tzad, yeah. And the Rebbe Lamelch Lezhensk is actually known as being the one. That brought the idea the of the tzaddik to its greatest fruition. Correct. And Rebbe Lamelch, Rebbe Lamelch is ta- talks. Yeah, I mean, he's talking about. I'll tell you an interesting thing. That, um, I heard once. A, I don't remember the name, but a psychologist once was by a Fabrengen by the Rebbe, and uh, for like five hours. And he said, "What I heard this from uh, Rabbi Yossel Segel from Yerushalayim." He said the psychologist said what impressed him the most is that the Rebbe in five hours didn't make one movement that wasn't necessary. Like, you know, most people, when you sit, you know, you move, you move in your chair, you know, move your hand, you touch your face, right? If you watch the Rebbe, he didn't make a movement that was unnecessary, ever. Just pay attention how every movement is, is always gecheshben. They say that there's a, um, Rabbi Yaakov Lander from Nebrak said over that the Rebbe Rashab was once sitting and talking about the Indian of Tzadikim, 
that they were saying that the Holy Ruzhina, the Rabbi Yisrael Ruzhina, when he would move his hand from here to here, it's because that's how it is in Atsilos. And the Rabbi Yaakov Lando said that he saw the Rebbe Rashab was... So there, the, that's the thing to... Yeah, that's definitely to be in that level that every, every movement is Hashem's will. Imagine. But again, it, the fact that we, we spoke before <clears throat> about lifestyles of the rich and famous, that that we can't reach it doesn't mean we can't have that as an ultimate you know, aspiration. Right? Don't forget, Oscar Wilde says there are many people sleeping in the gutter, but there are only a few still looking at the stars. Right, so, so we have to look at the stars. So he's saying that all our movements, all our thoughts should be aligned with you, should be just to you, Hashem, with truth. Without any Purify us, sanctify us. Right, throw us, purify us with your, with your waters, with your love. Now listen to this. Implant in our hearts. Right? What's avenir? Love and fear. Those are the two emotions that we're supposed to have for Hashem. Plant in our... And, and, and by the way, you know, the, they are sheish mitzvah tmidiyas. That is something we're supposed to really strive for. Does everyone know what the six constant mitzvahs are? The sister, just to quickly chaz over, the Mishnah Bru begins with this from the Chinuch. And the Chinuch explains that of the 613 mitzvahs, there are six that every man, every Jewish man, every Jewish woman are chayiv every single moment of their life. What are the six? Emun and Hashem, Achdus Hashem, the unity of Hashem, Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, loving and fearing Hashem. And then the two negative ones is not to believe in any other power other than God. And not to stray after one, not to stray after the eyes and the heart. But Lamaisa, so Avenira is a mitzvah tmidis. One is supposed to have it all the time. One is supposed to be feeling. Now, that's obviously, again, that's lifestyles of the rich and famous, but something we could aspire to. Look, but look how he says it. Implant in our hearts your Ave, your Yira, in our hearts, Bli Hefsik, oh, without a stop. Every time and every place. When we're walking, when we're lying up, when we're getting up. Now, you know what's, in- <laughs> what's interesting about that he's using these words. Where are those, those words sound familiar? Huh? From Shema. Mm-hmm. Very much, very parallel to the words from the Shema. But what are those words talking about in the Shema? Torah. Torah. <laughs> and the Rebbe Melech is using them for Ava, for Avanira, for emotional connection. That's very Hasidic. And I was using the words that it says the Torah, Pasha is talking about, you know, saying Mishnai's Balpeh, which of course Chassidus also says one has to do. But, but he's using the words to say that, that even if you're not doing that, but at least the Av and Yir should always be constant. The Rambam writes in Sifra Mitzvah that that's how you get to the point of Av HaSashem through Torah. I mean, the two, there's a direct line between the two things. Right, but I mean, it depends which part of Torah. Right? If one learns Shnaimerks and Batalis, it's not going to bring Tavas Hashem. Unless you talk about the Skulish Abedavar. In other words, yes, the, there's definitely the light of Torah is going to make us more edel, for sure, 100%. But unless a person is, is, learns those things that, that make a person want to feel Hashem, one could learn Gemara and not feel Hashem. Right? I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, some, some minds have 
more of a disposition to when they're learning Gemara or even Shnaim Shabbat, they might find the intricacy and the beauty and the systematicity of the Torah so powerful that that could lead to Abba and Yira. Interesting. I mean, it depends who, I think every person's mind functions differently in this regard. Some so, people actually see divinity in... In the complexity is, of the Gemara. Yeah. I hear, okay. I mean... It's not just the complexity. I mean, it's Torah in the end. Not just... It, it's, no, but you have complex. to explain... Yeah, it's not but, just law. It's, no, no, it's it not just Torah, law. So it does yeah, unlock it. In the heart. You're saying Lemaisa. Yeah. Like, meme, like, like just the... It's Mitzias Torah. It's a, it's a yeah. special Torah. So yeah. of course it... Yeah, but not everybody is equipped to... to that. Right. I mean, the Maharal already it said, works on you, yeah, you know, in some powerful way. Yeah, the Maharal already said that Harbi Lom the Torah Right. The Maharal already said that many learned Torah and forgot about Hashem, the Noisan Torah. Right. And that's one of the things that Hasidus was a pushback against: the fact that the there's the intellectual academic rigor of of, of the Talmudic dialectics, and and there wasn't that feeling of of uh, you know the Minchas the Munkach Rebbe. He used to call Gemara Nister the hidden part of Torah, and he would right. call Kabbalah Nigla, the revealed aspect right. of Torah. Why? Because he mm-hmm. said, because Hashem is revealed in Kabbalah, and He's right. hidden in the Gemara. Right. So in the Gemara is Nistar, you have to look for a Kaddish Baruch. Right. So, so there is such a, th- a, such a thing as a person learning Gemara and, and being in the, not, not looking for the Avenira. But, right. but you're 100% it's true that Torah has a, has a metaphysical effect for sure. Well, the same way Rambam also says, you look, how you come to your Hashem, you look around the world, how can you not? You know, you see the Quran. Oh, so the Rambam talks about the Torah. Look around the world and not, not in you saw the Torah, the Rambam says the halacha is that by, by meditating on nature, right, right. by meditating on, on the cosmos, right? But, yet, doesn't, he doesn't say by learning Torah. look at nature and don't come to your Hashem. Right. 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 Like we, uh, right. I'm not, it's true that it doesn't always work, but it, that is the way to go. There's no other path to that. No, for sure. To, yeah, it's either Torah or... You have to go through Torah. Some people go through Torah and don't get there. But like, that is the path. 100%. 100%. So he's saying that, that our Ava and Yira should be in our hearts always, without stop. Belechteinu, b'shachveinu, v'kumeinu. Tiver tomad ruch kotshcha b'kerbeinu. May your, your, your holy... Your holy uh, I'm going to say your Holy Spirit, but... Do you, <laughs> That's what it, says. it says here, the fire of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Sounds pretty Pentecostal. Yeah, right? Tevar tamid ruch kotshacha b'kerbeinu v'nish'anim tamid b'cha We're always reliant on you. B'tamid, but we should always rely on you. B'gdulascha, b'avascha, b'iraascha, b'tairascha, your ava, your love, your fear, your tair, sh'b'chsav, sh'b'alpeh, ha'nigla v'hanister v'mitzvisecha, and save us from what? From wrong um, ulterior motives and from haughtiness. From anger, being uh, too stern. Save us from sadness, save us from gossip. Save us from the other bad midas. Anything that takes away from your Aveda, your holy pure Aveda, Chaviva Aleinu. Give us your, give us your light, your spirit, that we should have Dveikus to you. Beautiful words, no? 
that we should have dveikas to you and we should always desire to serve you. Our desire to you should always get more and more. We should always have more and more desire for you. It should grow more and more. Umi madrega la madrega talenu. Bring us up from one level to the next. Now this seemingly is a very high level. What does he say over That we should be zeichet to come to the maila, the level of our holy forefathers, Avi Mitzik and Yaakov. What does that mean? So I think what he means over here is the, there's a word from the Kotzker. The Rambam already the Rambam brings it, that everyone has to say, When will my deeds be like my, my, my patriarchs, my ancestors' deeds? But the word is matayagia. Yagia means when will my mice reach that? But yagia also has in it the root of touch. To just touch it, like you, to touch it. So I think that's what he means. That the katzkazem means just to touch it, not not to reach it, but to touch it. I think that's what he must mean over here also. That hear our prayer, that we should always be answered when we daven to you, when we daven on ourselves, whether we daven for somebody else, and have joy in us, take pride in us, and we should we should have, we should be fruitful. Our our should bear fruit, should come to what it's supposed to come to. And don't remember our sins, and especially the sins of youth. Everyone knows what that means? The sins of youth? <laughs> the sins of youth? All right, the sins, so we all know sins of youth is, is the, the way that the, the Rebbe one, Rebbe one said it. The, the, those things that young men complain about, that they, that they, they suffer from. So, yeah, so especially the sins of youth. Like David Melech said, Don't don't remember the sins of my youth. Turn over our sins into merits. Bring bring to us a shefa from Oilamatshuva, from the world of Chuva. Right? We know that there's an idea in Kabbalah that there's actually that Chuva is actually a level of being. There's a state of reality called Chuva. Hey, the Bina. Bina is called Tshuva. It's Oilam HaTshuva. It's reaching that place of freedom. Of freedom of, from, from sin. Always give us a, a flow from Oilam HaTshuva. Tomer to hear, Lo Shavalecha Balev Sholem. Ulatakan is a Shepagandu B'Shmeisach Kedoshim HaTem that we should be able to rectify what we, what we uh, uh, um, made a blemish in your holy names. V'tatzileinu mekinas ishmerehu. And now he, he talks about Ben Adam Lachaver. Until now he's been talking about Ben Adam Lamakam. Now he's talking about Ben Adam Lachaver. Vitatzileinu mekinas Ishmer Eyu. Save us from jealousy from one person and from his friend. Vilayalakinas Adam Alibenu. We shouldn't be jealous of another person. Vilaykinasenu Lacherim. And other people shouldn't be jealous of us. Adaraba, the opposite. Any Avram Freed fans over here? You know, the, you know there's a song, Adaraba. Right, that song Adarabba comes from here. That's where it comes from. That we shouldn't have any we shouldn't have any bad feelings in our friend. Adarabba, the opposite. Given our hearts that we should all see the, the mile of the good attributes of our friends. not what they're missing. We should have a good eye to see our friends. You know the Vart the Rebbe Rashab said, Why did God make us with two eyes? What we have one mouth, one nose, we could have had one eye and been parallel, like Cyclops. 
Right? What do you need two eyes for? So the Rebbe Shab said, the right eye is to look at other people. The left eye is to look at yourself. Meaning to look at another person to always see their mila, to always see the goodness of another person. The left eye, which is more judgmental, that's for oneself. So as we're saying, that other, but we should see the mila of the other people. We should talk about other people in a way that's, that you want Hashem. We shouldn't have any hatred. And strengthen our skashrus of love to you. That it should be known to you. That all we, all we want is to bring you nachas Hashem. And if we don't have enough mind to bring our, to make our hearts, direct our hearts to you, you teach us that we should know what your will is. All this we beg from you. O oh God, mercy that you should receive our tefillah. That's the tefillah of not from the gents. So that's, that's the, the type of, the type of, um, uh, uh, atmosphere that the 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 the, the, the Piazetsna was working in is where one is literally striving to always be connected to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Now let's with the, with that let's go back inside and, and read a couple of lines. Oh, so he says v'choli up to the fourth line v'choli sheyedea shibim. So again, so what is the what is the what is the the source of all feeling distant from God? Forgetting God, and what's the opposite of forgetting God? In the in the Pizetzner's language or the Rebbe Limelech's language, Hamachshava, Hamachshava, right? In other words, it's the opposite of forgetting is not remembering. The opposite of forgetting in in, in this terminology is connecting one's thoughts continuously. Hamachshava. So he says, because that's what brings that that's what brings us to feel far, feel far from God. Every person knows. If you'd be able to see with your own eyes that you're standing before Hashem, you wouldn't have a Yitzhahara. Right? It's like the famous Rebbe said, I don't understand what you want from your Kindalach. He said, the Taivas of the, the, the Elam has, uh, you put in front of their eyes. The Gehenna, you know, all the, all the punishments and everything, you put in Reish's Chachma, you put in the book. Right? How is that fair? The, all the, all the, the, you put in the book all the, all the, the Ganeidin, Gehenna, all these things, and in front of your eyes you put, you put all the Taivas. So, Bezat is saying, if we would be able to see with our own eyes that we're standing before Hashem, we wouldn't have a Yetzirah. There wouldn't be Yetzirah. Opposite. Imagine if you, you knew you saw you standing before Hashem as kol nafshay. You would take out, you would pour out all your soul. You would literally look at those words. You would take out your soul. Right? The Alter Rebbe also uses the language in Tanya a few times. The Alter Rebbe says that one has to daven ad mitzui hanefesh. Anyone know what mitzui was in the Beis Hamikdash? Right. Literally, the mitzvah is to take the bird and shmush it against the the mizbech until the, all the, the blood comes out. That's mitzvah. So what's mitzvah and hefesh? To squeeze your bring, soul out. Bring it out. To bring it out. To to wring it out. Right with the, with a w. Wait. To squeeze it out. Huh? 
say meats, meats, tapuchim is juice. You squeeze it out of the oven. Oh yeah, taka. Is that is that what the word comes from? Meats? Yeah. Oh. I think it's matzah also. Matzah is flattened. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So he's saying if we be, if we we would we would squeeze our souls out, we would pour out our souls for Hashem. To the extent that we would be completely nullified, we would be included within Hashem. Not only that, not only if we would see Hashem. First he says if we would see God, of course we would daven in a completely different way. But he says not only if we see Hashem. Also, any time that your thoughts are strongly connected to God, you also feel at that moment the Yitzhahara is gone. When you're strongly thinking of Hashem, you don't have a Yitzhahara. And all its poison, that mefapea means um, to become absorbed, that's absorbed, all the poison of the Yitzhahara in the body becomes nullified. And he brings a proof. It brings a proof that it's not just that you have to actually see God, but that your thoughts are directed to God. What's the proof? Doesn't every single Jew feel like on Yom Kippur? Doesn't every Jew feel during the Elah that you don't have any, any bad thoughts? Imagine somebody would come over to you in the middle of the Elah, your mom is just standing there by Neila, and somebody comes and says, "Hey, you want to go? Uh, want to go watch some TV, or some worse type? You want a slice of pizza, right? Or some worse type like that in the middle of the? You say, what are you crazy? In the middle of Neila, or when the chauffeur is being blown? So you see, what what happened? You didn't get a new neshama. You weren't born again. What what happened all of a sudden? The answer is because your machshav is directed to Hashem." So he's, the Pizzas was saying, we all see, we, we, it's not that we can't do it, we can do it. We all do it by Ni'ila. We all do it when the shop is being blown. You don't have a Yetzahara then. What causes the not having a Yetzahara? The Machshava being directed to Hashem. He says, we, we all feel called Nidra and Ni'ila, that all Tivus, all the hearer, all the bad thoughts, they all, all the bad desires, they go away. Why? Because our thoughts are clear and strong. It's all about directing the thoughts, right? This is where your thoughts are directed, that's going to have an effect on you. It's by the way that what all the, uh, the contemporary self-help uh, books are all talk about, about having feelings of gratitude. We're holding by Arab Thanksgiving, so it's worth uh, mentioning, but that all the self-help books saying having thoughts of gratitude you know, a very shallow way of understanding that is to have thoughts of gratitude to be because it's menschlich, it's polite. That's not, but no, having thoughts of gratitude because it makes you feel better. It makes you feel more connected. It makes you feel more alive because the type of thoughts that a person has, that's where you are. Right? Your thoughts are where you are where your thoughts are. So he's saying we all feel when our thoughts are directed to Hashem, we feel like we're in Hashem's presence. We don't have a Yitzhahara. So kolik or rather everything we're missing and a filas adam, all are falling is vatishkach kel mechalaleka is forgetting Hashem. Shenayfel memachshavte that one one falls from one's thoughts. The einer zaka baruch hazaka and one doesn't have strong thoughts. Kemay biyom kipper vechadayma. 
Tov, I think we should stop over here. What is the Diburim Kedoshim? It's called Nafshal What's he referring to there? I think he means mainly tefillah, but but uh, but I think he also means in saying in your own words, like in your own your own words. Yeah, you know, let's maybe we should just finish the paragraph. Yeah, I just finished the paragraph. So um, so the. Um, so and what, so we feel that in Yom Kippur we're able to do that. And, and but if a person wants to strengthen his machshavas, his das, his machshavas, I want my thoughts to be stronger, and I and I try, but I can't do it for a long time. I could do it for a minute. I could do it for, I could do it maybe even for five minutes, but I can't do it for a longer time. And says the piyazesner v'chevin shekain. Since that, 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 the really the the thing, the deciding factor in your relationship with God is machshava. Meila kol avodeseinu tzuchaliyos all of avodin bnei machshava tova has to be ech lechazekik machshava seinu. How do we strengthen our thoughts? How do we strengthen our machshava? Laharchiva to make it broader. Lechazka to strengthen it. Lechachlala. To uh, develop it, ula kashol Hashem izbarch, and to connect it to God, shaloyrak bezmanim ele brosh hashanah b'shasat kias. Not just in these special times like brosh hashanah by tkias, yom kippur v'chadaimer. Rak tomet tiaborach hazakak pshur bekedusha. It should always be strong and connected to holiness. That's that's the Indian of bnei machshavat tov. Tov. One short of a minion. I.